Welcome to If the Apocalypse Comes Me, also known as Amy's Rat Cage. This is a weekly-ish podcast about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where we take a look at each episode according to its original air date 20 years ago, and this week's episode is Season 2, Episode 15, Phases. We're going to be talking about plot, talking about some characters, talking about werewolves, because duh. So spoilers abound for this episode and any episode before it, after it, the comics, and then possibly even other shows or movies. Keep on listening to our podcast. It won't turn you into a werewolf, but it might make you gay. All right, we're back. It's been a week. New time. Well, same time as last week. Time? No. New new day of the week. Same day of the week as last week, but it's new feeling. <laughs> Daniel, say hi. Hi from the new week. <laughs> say just say hello. Ow. Are you very cute. That's a werewolf. A werewolf. A werewolf. <laughs> a wolf, wolf. We're here today to talk about phases. Hi. Oh, that's what I was going to say. This episode originally aired on January 27th, 1998, written by Rob Day Hotel and his writing partner, Dean Batali, because they always wrote together. Every I know. They did, I, know. Uh, I think, seven in total? They did Never Kill a Boy did, in the First um, Date, Puppet Show, Dark Age, Killed by up. Death. Your favorite episode. Um, and that's it. Uh, directed by Bruce Seth Green. This is his seventh and final episode. So no more Bruce Seth Green. For direction. And well done, I gotta say. This is nice. Yeah. This is a well done episode. So to put us in the mood, to remember what it was like all the way back this week in 1998, let's figure it out. Let's go to our robot. Wonderful news anchors. What was happening this week? I feel bad, Kelly, Stacia, Dakota. We shouldn't have done the Royston last week, so I'll take it from here, and not because it's slim pickings. The Unibomber Ted Kaczynski admits his guilt and received a life sentence. He's still alive. Lairwolves were reintroduced into Arizona and people in 1998 went wild but it's all worked out. Nature is magic. President Clinton denies wrongdoing in a new sex scandal. I did not have sexual relations with that woman right. I did not have my fanny smacked by a picture of myself on Forbes magazine. And on top of this, the IRA rejects Anglo-Irish peace. Things aren't looking good. I guess someone donated two cell phones with 160 minutes on them to a high school in California. That's not nothing, but this was undone by Interscope Records, who paid a radio station in Portland, Oregon $5,000 to play Limp Bizkit's counterfeit 50 times. We'll let that all of that sink in and we'll see you in two weeks. We'd grumble about having to work Saturdays but that would be anachronistic and tip the scales as to whether we're sentient or not. We're definitely not. Goodbye. Thanks, robots. This was either a really great or really awful week. But it was probably one. Maybe it was a mediocre week. You know what? I shouldn't really make such judgments. What happened in this episode? Phases. Well, uh, there's a, a wolfy kind of thing prowling around the streets of Sunnydale. And by streets, I mean forests where everybody makes a out. wolfy kind of thing. Wolf kind of thing. We don't really know what it is, right? Uh, it's a werewolf. Actually, that's a lie. There's a werewolf prowling the makeout spots of Sunnydale, which are the bronze and a forest. We get reports that people are being mauled, um, killed. Turns out that it wasn't even werewolf, it was Angel, but that's besides the point. So who's the werewolf? That's what we're trying to figure out this whole episode. Xander thinks that maybe Larry's a werewolf because he got bit by a dog and he's an asshole. So turns out Larry's just gay. And uh, Xander kind of comes out to Larry a little bit, but Xander's not gay, supposedly. Uh but the, the werewolf is actually our adorable little friend Oz. He got Aww. bit by his stupid cousin, baby stupid cousin Jordy, who we'll never hear from again. Hey, uh, is Jordy a werewolf by any chance? How long has How's that been, been going on? Yeah. <laughs> I want the story of Jordy. I want Oz's extended family story. 
Um, but it's okay in the end. Willow totally accepts him for, for being a werewolf. He can't control Normal. it. And um, oh yeah, there's a terrible hunter guy that hunts werewolves. That's really I didn't even think about him because he's the worst. Kane. So that's it. Awesome werewolf. That's the plot of this episode. A couple of firsts this episode, other than obviously our first werewolf and our first Willow and Oz kiss on screen at least. This has got to be the first kiss. Period. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She spends the entire episode freaking out about why he doesn't want to kiss her. Yeah. I mean, he said he was going to wait until I was ready, but I'm ready. Honest, I'm good to go here. I think it's nice if he's not just being an animal. It is nice. He's great. We have a lot of fun. But I want smoochies. Everyone's all about sex. Yeah, uh, I guess it's, what is the line he's, the werewolf represents our most animalistic, brutal uh, desires. And uh, then Buffy makes the clip about like, oh, so they're just a regular band, and then Xander gets offended. It was uh, it was bad, and then when later Buffy is like, oh yeah, you know where do people have sex? Where is sex energy at? The bronze mm-hmm. can't spell the bronze without sex. So there it was you go. closed last week. <laughs> and this week, it basically like I loved how how she went in there to search for the were- werewolf, and everybody just shoved her in and locked the door behind her. And then at the very end, Kane, right? Kane, you're saying? That's his name. Kane was able to walk in. No police, no nothing. uh, And basically, like, accost Buffy for not doing her job because she's a woman. And then behind her, like, (laughs) the staff of the bronze is, like, just shuffling up the normal. Oh, I guess I'll just get the glass. I'll just clean up the bronze. This is my job. It's fine. I guess. I guess the monster's gone. It's fine. And then why would your staff that night come back? Why wouldn't the cops completely cordon off the area? It, it, none of it made sense. Yeah. So it's rough. It has nothing to do with sex, more about vampires. But, you know, that guy is so shitty. It's so sexist. Everything about him is so, you know, like He's, stupid. It's super over like, the top. Okay, guy. I wonder why he felt the need to put that character in there. Because, like, we know this. And this is supposed to be a show that's like, we. I don't know. I guess you do need that foil a little bit sometimes of like, right, where Buffy's a hero, she's a woman, and she is strong, but don't forget men are terrible, so I guess it's a good thing to bring that in every once in a while. It's like, fine if you want to fuck a girl who's a teenager. Get that fresh meat or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's like, th- that's the only reason I can see this being in there. Otherwise, it's it's bad storytelling. But you, I guess you needed somebody that was going to threaten to kill Oz. Essentially, Oz. Yeah. That's it. And so you have the silver bullets, which they joke off, but he's making them in his RV and whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like the lore is like a joke, but it's not because it really is true. I guess he was just like a human timer. Like we need to put on the clock why we need to find this werewolf right now because this guy is going to kill a person. Uh, otherwise, we could have just figured it out in their own time and it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But this guy driving around and like just hearing calls and stuff like eh, that's too much. That's too much. There's no way that he would know who these people are or why they're around or how do you i like pre-internet how would you know where werewolves would be he's selling stuff in sri lanka how would you know in sunnydale california there's one werewolf while we hang here doing nothing there's a human werewolf walking around out there probably making fun of us the way werewolves always do but then xander doesn't help and nor does giles when they bring it up in the library and I thought that was probably one of the most interesting scenes, which I was not expecting. And then Xander was like, not all, man. And it uh, acts on, on pure instinct, no conscience, uh, predatory and, and aggressive. In other words, your typical male. On behalf of my gender, hey. Yes, let's not jump to any conclusions. I didn't jump. I took a tiny step and their conclusions were. Willow, in that scene, 
was a badass. She had a tucked in shirt that had a deer that was like sleeping Ooh. on its leg. On it, it was amazing. Little like brown leather belt. I mean, that was like <laughs> that's the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. She has a really silly hat in this one too. I think another red like wool knit mm. silly hat. Yeah, she's having a rough time. And she also has, like, the overalls, too. She brought oh, yeah. back those overalls. Sure it's did. We looked up Oshkosh Bagash to see if there was still a company just because no of those overalls. Although, I just I, screamed it out in the middle of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although I don't think those are Oshkosh overalls because those are specifically made for children, I do believe. Good news is Oshkosh Bagash is still in business. Good job. Yeah, just so Oshkosh. <laughs> Bye, gosh. Yeah, those overalls. They. She's been wearing them a lot. Not the yellow ones, but all shit red ones. There's a whole thing. The guy could resist your wily willow charms. At last count, all of them, maybe more. Ooh, none of them know a thing. They all get an F in willow. But I want Oz to get an A and oh, one of those gold stars. Willow. Willow's worried about being know. a slut. She is. That's right. Just hilarious because no. Yeah, I know. It's part of it. It's more the, the shame and sex thing. Like They went on one day on Buffy's birthday, oh, yeah. and then Willow was like, the next day, like, can we borrow your van to steal weaponry from the army? Yeah. It was when Oz was like, to the casual observer, it would seem like you're hung up on Xander, so I'm going to step back and tell you we're over it. And then the next day, she's like, Leonie, guess me. <laughs> well, no, no, because they went to the movies. They went to go see the movies. That's I know. Right. And, he, I, and he was a I movie critic. I sped up the timeline a little bit, True. but basically, this has not been a month. It's been... Yeah. Three, three dates if you want to count the it's probably been longer in our time than it was in their time so did you like the movie last night i don't know today's movies are kind of like popcorn you know you forget about them as soon as they're done i do remember i like the popcorn though yeah. it would be her first kiss yeah that's true it's true this, oh, is, no. this is willow's first everything Again, I don't have a lot of 90s shows that I watch today as a 30-year-old to compare to, <laughs> but I don't remember anything back when I was, right? I mean, at this point, I would have been 12, 11, 12. I don't, I wasn't watching What were they doing like on Degrassi, this. guys? What were they doing? Well, Making Degrassi, they all were, over the place. Yeah, they were fucking taking SCDs drugs. SCDs in their throat, Degrassi's the worst one, yeah. <laughs> that was also a Canadian show, though, and all the raciest episodes were not aired in the U.S., so yeah. there we go. Degrassi was the shit. And I fucking love Degrassi all I the did way too. through. It's amazing. <laughs> so good. Amazing. I'm glad that you liked it too. Yes. Never I feel like no one episode. will shamelessly You've admit never... that. No, what you're doing is stupid. You're letting a disgusting bottom feeder use you to serial cheat on his girlfriend. Should you really be preaching to anyone about that? We're not having real sex. It's pretty close. But I'm not getting pregnant. That's the next thing. Maybe we, need we to should do. start watching it. I wonder I how watchable Watch it is. Watch the next generation. <laughs> Like, start at beginning yeah. one? Yeah, absolutely. Have another character named Spike. See the genesis of Drake. Have the J- Drake, yeah, be a normal person before he gets shot and has to be in a wheelchair. It's amazing. Got Barry White, Frank Sinatra, Notorious B.I.G. Everybody around this table has basically inspired me to get into music, particularly Pharrell. He's like one of my idols. So this is where I sit and sometimes write. And actually... We missed a very important thing. I write songs, and that's what I like. I, I do music. These are full from front to back of just songs, pages and pages of lyrics and ideas. Something that I'll probably never use, but but they cover like all the major bases, like STDs Everything. and pregnancy and like mm-hmm. photo naked photos going viral online mm-hmm. and yeah, getting shot and health mm-hmm. issues and parents breaking up and. Basically anything you can think of. Teen pregnancy, like... I'm so happy we never do the pregnancy thing on Buffy. We do it on Angel. Gross. But they do, yeah. We never do yeah. it on Buffy. Oh, so no one wants to talk about the big gay elephant in the room? Not just me, but Larry. 
I am gay. I heard you the first time. I can't believe it. It was almost easy. I never felt I could tell anyone. And then you, you of all people, you bring it out of me. It probably would have slipped out even if I wasn't here. Uh, I think it was really fun that they, they did the whole he's extra macho, whatever, because, I mean, so many people that are homophobic and shitty like that are, like, absolutely 100% gay. So that but was really fun that they did that. also you shouldn't just say that homophobic, homophobic people are gay because that's just... If you see someone who's being actively homophobic, you shouldn't just be like, oh, they're gay because then you're just just saying yeah. that homophobia is not a problem for straight people. Oh, no. Yeah, it is. I know. Yeah. But, oh, did you have Different self-defense in your PE classes? No. Okay. And if no. we ever did do something relative to that, which we didn't, we would have never done it with someone else. Oh, yeah. That was our peer. No touching. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, even <laughs> in that moment where she flips him over, Xander's, like, literally, like, humping Cordelia, and so is Oz. Like, they're mm-hmm. just, like... Right up, like, no, 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 no. These are fucking teenagers that are, no, no, you do well, not get that close to us. I don't know about you guys, but in my gym classes, we had to take dance lessons. Oh, really? Which was always incredibly awkward because you'd get paired off Whoa. and you'd get stuck with someone that Whoa. you don't really talk to or weren't friends with and then you'd have to touch them and it'd it's be like really weird. dancing? I mean, it was, no, it was like, I don't know, like the fancy dancing or whatever, like waltzing and stuff. But so my point is, is it would be awkward because you'd be touching this person that you're not friends with or anything because you wouldn't get a pick. And I feel like this would be the same thing where you'd get paired up with someone like that guy being a jerk. Yeah. And you'd just be uncomfortable the whole time. It seemed like everyone got the plum assignment except for Buffy was with, I mean, Larry was with two women. Mm-hmm. He seemed like the only one who was on the outs. Yeah. Where did that other girl go? Everyone else was with their significant other in the moment. Well, didn't we literally... It was so weird. It was but like, we literally needed to have that scene so we could set up who she is later, right? Teresa, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the... Uh, Stupid. Speaking of sex in the 90s on TV, having a gay character at all, it would always have to be a tertiary character, and uh, especially on the WB, home of Seventh Heaven. I mean, queer history has is, is been evolving so fast like every second it's getting more and more progressive like it's the last 10 years have been more monumentous than the last you know hundreds of years before it almost it's like it's It's shit is blowing up so larry being gay is cool it's it's great because they're not mean to him although xander is obviously very uncomfortable the second after he figures it out and like xander is shitty about it later in the episode like when he's talking to buffy and She's like, I don't know why would because he doesn't know how to deal with his man feelings and oh my god if somebody's gay near him his penis might fall off and oh my god so but I think that also works for Xander the character which is that here's a progressive thing that happened here's something real and people are gay it's a real thing and then you have Xander who is quite uncomfortable with that kind of stuff sort of voicing that uncomfort even for the audience like. Yeah. If somebody in the audience is uncomfortable, they can at least be like, oh, I'm with Xander. It maybe is a little weird, but then like, oh, Xander's okay with that. Well, and then the mislead that Jaws hadn't decided if he wanted to make Willow or Xander gay, so he dropped hints for both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun. It's all fun. Yeah. But something that I was just thinking about that is interesting is we see this complete transformation of Larry where he's a huge jerk. He knocks some woman's books out of her hands 
and like the first scene we see him in so that he can make some joke about her bending over and thigh then, master oh, yeah <laughs> and then in the last scene we see him in a woman drops her books and he's like oh let me grab that for you and he just picks it up and hands it to her and acts like a normal person but it's interesting that like him acknowledging I'm gay and I don't have anything to hide lets him just be who he wants to be which isn't a shitty person but before that he felt like he had to act out what it's like to be a straight man and to him that was being terrible <laughs> like terrorizing women and sexually abusing them like in every opportunity because that's what you have to do so i thought that was really interesting and telling which is the larger theme of the show obviously that's literally larry's arc he has nothing Mm -hmm. else to do which is amazing i know it's great it's fine it's fine yeah but it's it's just so absurd but then of course he gets killed because he's gay See, and I, spoiler alert, I don't know that. I don't, I don't think you can, I don't think you can critique Joss Whedon for that one, though, because he died along with a lot of other people. True. (laughs) Still. So it wasn't just. I can always be mad about it. it, And we'll always be mad about it. Like, you're a wolf sometimes, you're a man sometimes, you're pretending you're straight, but really you're gay. Yeah. That's fine. You're gay sometimes, you're straight sometimes. That's how gay works. You're just sort of on I don't, and off. I don't, I don't, so you just said that. So you're kind of, you're gay sometimes, but not gay sometimes. Cool. It's good I'm, to know about I'm you. I'm a full-time gay. Yeah. Are you? Yes. Full-time 40 hours a week, but then the off week you're not? Okay. Let's move on. Okay. No. Did you have anything else you wanted to add before I take us to school? Werewolf school? <laughs> uh, I have a joke. <laughs> the best way to begin jokes is often to tell stop them. everything <laughs> yes okay um who are the cousins to the werewolf no <laughs> what does that mean who are they <laughs> who wolves what wolves and when wolves because where daniel because where <laughs> Uh, okay <laughs> that's great actually that was really that was really inventive oh my god in the world made that when Giles they, they say the joke about the moon pie Giles oh my god I fucking love that I don't understand the reason for it does anybody else get it's it it's not a joke really. okay good because it was fucking amazing he just I think he got himself because he's like moon pie moon pie that's great <laughs> Oh, yeah, no. The full moon is, is, seems to bring out our darkest qualities. And yet, ironically, uh, led to the invention of the moon pie. Oh. <laughs> the moon pie. <laughs> Not all men. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Oh, yeah. Werewolves. Werewolf, Old English for wolf and person. Also the Norse word warg, meaning outlaw, because they were violent. Werewolves were. Apparently, if they were ever real, historically. Warg. Yeah, Warg, which is a Game of Thrones thing, right? Yeah. Vorg. Do uh, we think that they were real? No. I mean, lots of cultures all over the world have had their own myths about people turning into animals. But no, of course, they're not actually real. But we can, we'll talk about it at the end but of this. Are they some real? Some things that maybe, maybe they're... It's hard to know exactly where the specific myths of men turning into wolves came from. But uh, the Epic of Gilgamesh. Um, Hell yeah. The people... Gilgamesh had sought out a romantic partner that she he spurned because she had turned her former lover into a wolf. So he's like, I don't want no part of that. I don't want to be a wolf. Uh, it was, and that was written sometime. They don't really know between. It was like an epic series over hundreds of years. It was one of the first 
yeah books, written novel, poem prose thing ever. ever yeah <laughs> so that was somewhere collectively between did you read that in school 2800 i did you did I read it you read it really yeah, yeah. we did i didn't go to school so uh <laughs> in greek mythology i mean it's kind of true um <laughs> it is possible that enkidu this wild hairy beast this giant could have been of extraterrestrial origin because that is what the ancient sumerian texts are saying greek mythology this uh yeah. dude named like like Kaon, Lycaon, Lycaon. We get the word lycanthropy from this guy, son of Pelagius, Pelagius? I don't know these Greek diets. Damn. This Lycaon guy served Zeus a meal made of the remains of a sacrificed human boy. And so as punishment, Zeus turned Lycaon and his sons into wolves. So that's a boy. Yeah. Not cool. Not cool. Uh, In Nordic folklore, the saga of the Volsungs. A father and son found a magic magic wolf pelts that could turn people into wolves for 10 days. They put the pelts on and went on a killing spree in a forest. And that ended when the dad attacked his son in wolf mode, causing an otherwise fatal wound. But luckily for them, a kind raven brought a leaf that had healing powers on it and saved the son. So that's nice. Oh, that's really convenient. Did the dad get um, put in jail? No, I don't think they had jails. You don't have the teeth. You don't know what I have. You don't know anything about me. I know what you love. I have his scent on me right now. Most of the recorded werewolf accusations slash trials were actually serial killers. In 1521, in France, uh, Pierre Bergot and Michel Verdun allegedly swore allegiance to the devil and claimed to have an ointment that could turn them into wolves. They confessed to brutally murdering several children and were burned at the stake for it. Uh, This was thought to be one of the ways to kill a werewolf at the time. Giles Garnier, the werewolf of Dole. Also in the 1500s, claimed to have a wolf morphing ointment. Also, I don't know how these like ointments are a thing. Sometimes Werewolf I feel ointment. like being back in ye olde times would be like a lot more fun. It would be a trip, man. Because someone could be selling you like a wolf don't changing ointment. Wolf ointment. You need this, bro. <laughs> yeah. Give me your money. I'm skipping town tonight. He also killed children as, oh as God, a wolf, supposedly. And was also burned at the stake. So th- this is just a pastime in the French, apparently, in the 1500s. They just are murders being werewolves or burning people at the stake all of the above the bedberg werewolf of germany peter stube which i do believe the lore thing was about this guy uh, a wealthy farmer in the 1400s supposedly transformed into a wolf nightly and devoured the town's citizens turns out old Petey did in fact kill animals women children and men and did eat them but the wolf thing comes from the hunters i guess uh cornered a wolf supposedly and watched him transform into old stube pete stube um, That's a gross word, especially <laughs> the way you're saying it. Stube. Like um, you know him. Old Stube. While being tortured to, into confession, Peter said that he had an enchanted belt that gave him the power to turn yeah, into a wolf at will. Smeared with belts. special wolf ointment. I mean, maybe. Smeared with something. Unsurprisingly, the magic belt or girdle was never found. Uh, but it was a common thing, a way for, in lore, for uh, wolf, people to turn into werewolves, or turn into wolves. I'm Kelly Bond. This <laughs> is lore. Basically. Um, so yeah, any belt made out of werewolf, or I keep saying werewolf, any belt made out of <laughs> I'm wolf, piano underneath this. wolf belt <laughs> was um, said to have transformative properties. Um Drinking rainwater from a wolf's paw print would also give you werewolf powers. 
there's a myth out of Italy that says that sleeping outdoors on a Wednesday or Friday during the full moon would also turn you into a werewolf. How do we identify werewolves in Fork Law? Unibrow was a dead giveaway. There's <laughs> Fork Law? Yeah. <laughs> 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 only Fork Law. Passed down for generations. I'm glad brothers. you got that. I just was the like, this brothers, is a joke. The Grim of Fork Law. <laughs> This happened. Kelly Bond. This. Spoonlaw, Forklaw, Knifelaw. Were you trying to say folklore? Oh, sure folklore. was. <laughs> Listen, I'm sick. I'm doing the best I can. I spent two hours, oh, three God. hours more like, researching werewolf stuff while I was sick oh, to bring you this quality content. God damn. According to folklore, how would you identify a werewolf? Unibrow was a dead giveaway, so it was curved fingernails and lowered ears. I don't know what that means. Like, if your ears were weirdly low on your head, I guess. That means you're a werewolf. Okay. You could also slice and dice. If you cut somebody open, supposedly you would see the fur beneath their skin if they were, in fact, a werewolf. That's stupid. That's, I mean, fucking guys, really? Also, fur under the tongue was a sign. And I'm like, but but wolves don't have fur in their mouth. Why the fuck would that? Okay. Rye, as in like the crop, the grain, and mistletoe were thought to repel werewolves. And wolfsbane was thought to be a cure for werewolfness. In the Middle East, a strike on the head with a knife was thought to be a cure for being a werewolf. And I'm like... It would kill you. Kill you? And in Germany, all you had to say do was say the wolf's human name to get them to change back to uh, human. The silver silver bullet thing that didn't come along until way later. The, there's a story: the beast of Garodon uh, was killed with a silver bullet. He was like this really big wolf that was attacking in this French town. Um, they went out and killed a wolf, the largest wolf they could find, brought it to the king to try to appease him, but it wasn't really the real wolf or something. But then they just claim they found body parts inside of the wolf. I don't know. Anyway, that's a famous one. Yeah, so novelists retelling that story um, in interpretations of the 1930s said that the hunter used a silver bullet, and that's kind of where that came from. But it's not for sure that he did that, because why would they specifically do that? Uh, the most renowned werewolf novel is 1935's The Werewolf of Paris, which is not the first by a long shot, but it's been considered like the Dracula of werewolf lore. Like, Bram Stoker's Dracula is the Dracula of all Draculas, right? There's a couple of silent era movies uh, 1913, The Werewolf, uh, Wolf Blood in 1925, but those both depicted werewolves as just wolves, straight up. Um, but the first anthropomorphic werewolf, like Oz is, uh, was in 1935, Werewolf of London. Um, oh! Yeah, exactly. But the earliest and most famous was The Wolfman, played by Lon Chaney in 1941. So even though Werewolf of London was first... Oh, is, is, is nah, the most famous. Terrible. Uh, ooh. 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 Nice. Oh, what? So now you're special? You're a special boy. With chains and stuff? Why do you have chains and stuff? Nice. <laughs> Real werewolves. In 1725, Peter the Wild Boy was found wandering naked on all fours through a German Peter forest. The wild Many boy. thought that he was a werewolf, or at least raised by wolves. Peter ate with his hands and couldn't speak. He eventually was adopted by the courts of King George I and II and lived out his days as a pet in England, because of course. Oh my god, no. Uh, That's fucking awful. Today we know that Peter likely suffered from Pitt-Hopkins syndrome, a condition discovered in 1978 that causes lack of speech, seizures, distinct facial features, difficulty breathing, and uh, diminished intellectual capacity. There's a couple of other medical explanations, potentially. Like, obviously, none of this is, is real, right? 
the werewolf thing was just as all the tiny people real. are want to do they just make up a word for something or make up a cause for something that they can't explain yeah. you don't want serial killers in your neighborhood it's not it's a fucking werewolf you don't want this person to be suffering from disease he's not he's just a werewolf that's all this is it's all a proxy for that because we don't want to do you do think that's what sunny don't have the words doing do. right now maybe but lycanthropy is a rail a rare psychological condition that causes people to believe they're changing into a wolf or another animal wolfkin wolfkin the disease oh. uh food poisoning would even be maybe a symptom or or cause of what people would think that they had a a werewolf maybe i don't know if you're shitting your and throwing your brain throwing up all over the place (laughs) (laughs) hypertrichosis is the one that causes Mm, um, hair to grow everywhere uh rabies and possibly just straight up hallucinations good old-fashioned hallucinations where people thought they were rabbit wolves and stuff so yeah, werewolves aren't real, but people I feel sad about this because people have been hurt. Yeah, Daniel, throughout history, people, are people have been hurt by people. I know, but I care right now. Them. Listen, I care right now about werewolf kids. But yeah, uh, just like the witches were, I care about werewolf kids. Just like witches were burned at the stake, so were werewolves accused falsely. I know and, it's fucking and, crazy. And yeah. Anyway, werewolves, fact or fiction? Fiction is the answer. Fact. Is I think the they're answer. fact. I want to believe in my heart that there was werewolf ointment I could buy off a vendor or in 1407. a lovely wolf belt. I spoke to Giles. He said, I'll be okay. I just have to lock myself up around the full moon. Only he used more words than that. And a globe. Did you learn anything, Kelly? <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> Look at Daniel. Ooh. Trying to stay focused. Uh, I did, actually. Be true to yourself. It's sometimes not only good for your happiness and spirit, but can also be life-saving. Because if we had not found out that Oz was the werewolf, perhaps he would have met a dead fate. He would have died. Because Willow wouldn't have like run to help him because, you know, it's Oz. I watched but him change. You, you could say that Kane was being true to himself as well. He almost killed. And Larry, obviously, being true to himself made him a better person. And Angel, obviously, being true to himself, he killed someone and then sent her dead corpsey body after Buffy. Sure did. It's true. So he also everybody's slept with a teenager. Living the truth. Did you learn anything, Daniel? No, I learned nothing at all. Did you learn anything, Stacia? So I would like to think, while you take a greater meaning out of each story and its moral, that I find practical usage mm. that you can apply on a day-to-day basis. And so what I learned from this episode was, don't tickle werewolves. Ooh. And if you don't know if they're a werewolf, just don't chance it. Yeah, don't tickle anybody. Yeah, just say, howl no. Um, Apparently, so the costume changes, right? The werewolf costume is one of the big, big things in this episode, clearly. It's really, I guess it was animatronic. Um, It wasn't always a dude in the suit. But the face is really robot-y. Like, you could tell it's moving Mm. its eyes and stuff. And it's, it's fine. I, I hated it less this time around. Really like the later iteration. Um, and I, doing research to figure out why the costume switched, I came across some disheartening, but of course it is news. What, what, before you do that, when do we see it again? When uh, In season three. We don't see him as okay. a werewolf again until season three. Okay. And then isn't that like Oz just wearing makeup? Or he, am I making It's a big fursuit, but it, it looks nothing like it. He doesn't have a snout. He yeah, looks that's more right. Human. That's right. Yeah. yeah. way they shot it, apparently... Um, the people in the production crew that were doing the special effects were like, you have to... They they watched a bunch of old werewolf movies and stuff, and they're like, there's a way to do this where it doesn't look shitty, and you have to make sure you don't ever show the full frame. If you show him being, like, six foot and being all fucking weird, it's gonna look terrible every time. And then the director, or whomever, like, these guys, that must have been De Hotel and 
the other dude. We were like, uh, too bad, because we already shot it, and that's how we shot it. So I was like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. Um, so it's definitely, I think it's pretty schlocky. But uh, Joss Whedon was asked about the werewolf costume and the fact that it had switched, because at that point, the episode uh, Beauty and the Beast should have aired next season. And he says, we've gone from big gay possum to puff gorilla. What can I say? We'll keep trying. <laughs> There's an episode fine. of Angel called Angel Unleashed, um, where... There's, it must be later in the show. I don't know. There's a werewolf girl named Nina. I don't remember the episode at all. Mm-hmm. I've only like barely watched that show. But Robert Hall of Almost Human's uh, special effects design team that designed Nina's werewolf form said they were saying Oz looked like a gay possum. The script wanted a big bad wolf. I think it literally said, don't make it look like a gay possum. So that's super cool that just like that's around amazing. set and forevermore in Buffy lore that they referred to and I couldn't confirm whether they were talking about the first one or the second one I feel like they're talking about the second one it has to be it's right it's gotta be because yeah. this one is like the second super one old looks movie. a lot more like yeah. a possum I don't yeah. know what the second one is but this one seems like an old yeah. 1930s B-movie. Terrible. Yeah. But, like, traditional. So the official answer as to why they switched the costume is because they wanted more facial expression. And they wanted to have a character inside of it. Like So that's why they gave okay. it. It's just prosthetics instead yeah. of a big apparatus that's moving robotically. Uh, but the unofficial is that they thought, you know, gay possum. The, the best iteration of uh, Oz's werewolf makeup is when he's, like, half in tra- transformation in season four. They do it twice. They do it in Fear Itself and do it in uh, mm. New Moon Rising. So his eyes are all black and he's got that, like, weird mutton choppy, mm. like, he's fucked mm-hmm. up. Like, that's the like coolest that. he ever looks. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember any I don't like that. that either. Does he change in the in the comics? Well, he, uh, maybe. Cause yeah, yeah. They do that a happens. Whole, like miniseries. I that happens when he smells Tara, and he was like, "She's all over you, right?" Doesn't he like turn? Yeah. Into that, and then he says, "Run to yeah, her." That's human rights because he's changing, and she runs away. But yeah, he like wolfs out right. we'll halfway. Pick this back up in season four. Yeah, yeah and in fear and self, he he stays in that state for like the whole. He's like rocking back and forth. Yeah, like, I'm when he's change, like I'm in change. the um, yeah. yeah. In the haunted house. Man, yeah. this so, this show gets so good. I know. Well, since we're so amped up about this werewolf thing, you got stuff to yell? You got some stuff to yell? Stacey, you want to yell something out? Uh, I liked the throwback to Witch at the beginning with the statue with the yeah, eyes that move. Good. That was fun. Convenient news report is convenient. That was an instantaneous radio broadcast. Teresa dies and they're like, the woman found mom. And this is like <laughs> 2 a.m. Yeah. And we're just, we're just reporting it. Cool. No verification, no nothing. Fine. It's fine. Ooh, Hitler joke. Did you catch that? No. Mein yeah. Furrier. Furrier. Nice. Furrier, yeah. Buffy says it about Kane. Yep. I liked Bef- Buffy in the end when she bent the gun. Yeah, that was great. That was fun. Where did Oz get his box of chains? Yeah. That's a good that's question. That's a good question. Yeah. Because it's just like a nondescript. It, that did not look like the box that came in. So they hadn't just been like recently shipped to him. It was like, I had chains. I put them in this box. Where did he get the chains? He got it from his friend, uh, from the, uh, his cousin who got chain. Oh, Jordy. Yeah, Jordy. It seems like with Jordy, they just put him in like a baby cage or whatever. What are those oh, called? Oh, a tiny little baby werewolf. I mean, those oh, are some I like. I like that even though Willow knows there's a werewolf loose, she sees Oz being shifty and weird. She goes to his house on the night of the full moon when he doesn't want to hang out with her, and she finds him with a box of chains alone. <laughs> And then he tells her repeatedly to leave and then collapses behind the couch groaning. Her first thought is to walk closer and go, Oz? And not run away screaming. <laughs> and also, not only that, just really slowly. I am really, really curious about the Jordy thing. Like, how did that happen? Did he get bit by a werewolf at some point? His parents obviously know. We never follow up. We know there's another werewolf out in the world. Never follow up. How, how do baby werewolves work? Like, do we I, follow up on Larry's? 
ailment? Did he just get... He literally just got bit by a dog. Yeah, he just legit okay. just got bit by a dog. That's a legit thing. Yeah. Okay. That, that was happens. just a red herring. Yeah, yeah, that happens. But that, it would be kind of funny, though, because unless you were literally, like, holding your baby as it turned into a werewolf, wouldn't you just, like, I don't know, leave it in its crib and go make dinner or something and come back and just find, like, a werewolf running around the kid's room and you'd think, it ate my baby? Oh, yeah. Or maybe they're all werewolves. Maybe it was, like, a genetic oh, yeah. thing. Maybe she's a werewolf, too. Well, that's why they're so blasé about it. It's like, oh, it's he's not really going through it. He's, yeah. You you know, we're all werewolves, right? Yeah, that's you why they're that? so blasé. Otherwise, on, why would they be so cool about it? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, and I didn't mention this during the first because it apparently wasn't deemed that important in the Wikipedia page. It's the first time we see the tranquilizer gun that we'll use all the time with Oz. When you see Oz as a werewolf, you'll see the tranquilizer gun. And it's just a nice comforting thing for me. Nice, nice. Okay, I have a timeline question. Teresa is embalmed. And inside of a coffin within, it, it takes place over three days, right? Because we're doing night before the full moon, full moon, night after the full moon. She's already ready to go. She's in presentation mode somewhere <laughs> for a funeral that's like, what the fuck? What is this happening? I could talk about this for an hour. <laughs> They're just like putting their names in a book. Like what? Why, Why is, is there she no the one else there? staging area? Like what is this going on? If she's all embalmed and all of her organs are missing, her fluids have been replaced, can she still rise? We don't, vampires don't need to function, but they've got to have some kind of anatomy, I mean, right? every single vampire that's been buried, at least in modern time, will have been embalmed first. Great point. Totally didn't think about that even for a second. Daniel, do you have anything else to say? What's Andrew's number? Oh, yeah. It's 1-800-I'm-dating-a-skanky-hoe. Oh, meow. <laughs> I've never got a meow before. Oh, man. Well deserved. I like it when, when they brought up bunnies or whatever, which made me think of Anya, which was nice. You mean like bunnies and stuff? No, don't tell me. Oh, don't worry. I mean, they might not look it, but bunnies can really take care of themselves. Yeah. yeah. I like when they said, who do you think they are? And, and Will is like, a couple of guys. <laughs> What's his problem? Oh, that's right. He's a guy. Yeah. I mean, Xander, guys. Who do they think they are? A couple of guys. I like the show doing two continuity alerts. One of them is the cheerleading trophy. As we heard. But also, Xander uh, getting called out for not remembering that he was a hyena. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting that no one's going to follow up on. Yep. Well, back, it just seems like maybe thought. they just needed to, because Xander was saying, oh, hyena, hyena, it's the same thing as being a werewolf. I totally get this. I know exactly what Larry's going through. But I think the show needed to call out that Buffy and Willow would be like, but do you remember that? And then Xander's like, oh, right. I don't remember that. Oh, I'm such an idiot. I'm sorry. I shouldn't even be talking about... Do you want me to go away? I wish you wouldn't. Well, to be (laughs) fair, this was a howling good discussion. Uh, You've just been waiting. You've just been waiting. (laughs) What do you get when you cross a werewolf and a vampire? What do you get? A fur coat that fangs around your neck. <laughs> That's right. It's <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. about right. Okay. Let's rank this. Let's rank it. Willow hacks. We talked about the net. Willow is in front of a computer twice in this episode. She even fake clicks some keys. Was she? Yes. When? So seven of ten. There's two different scenes while she's in the library. No she's... way. Yeah, one is a laptop she actually picks up and put in a little laptop case and then carries it out. do 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 yeah. There we go. Joyce, five for not showing up. Classic I'm Joyce. Glad you're watching this show. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Giles, it's an eight. It's a sweater vest. And the Giles Mobile makes another 
appearance, which is nice. Yeah, it does. Multiple times. I mean, for a, the longest time, he's just driving that thing around. It's great. Uh, Big Bad. I don't like the, the werewolf costume. It's not my favorite. And Kane is the worst. So, three. What like, about uh, Angel, the true Big Bad of this episode? Oh, yeah. Oh, the one scene he's in for three seconds. Yeah. The monster of the week is homophobia. Three of ten. It is. <laughs> Relationship <laughs> goodness Angel's or badness. Um, seven of ten, because the Willow and Cordelia moment was adorable and also Willow and Yeah. Great. And episode specific... A werewolf in love. Nine of ten. So that is one of the cheesiest lines that's ever been written in the history of television, and I absolutely hate it. However, I can't believe we just the sentiment. I stole that from you. I'm sorry. Is uh, I think it's great. Thirty nine, which puts it at ten for the season. Ooh. Number ten overall for the season. One behind Reptile Boy somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I've made some choices. Choices that I'm not proud of. But here we are. My list is just spiraling out of control. But, alright. I have ranked it as 13 out of 27. That's like right in between What's My Land Part 2 and What's My Land Part 1. Amazing. (laughs) Split up the family. Cool. Split them up. Oh, man. I don't know. I felt like it needed to be higher than it was, and I was like, but I don't know if it's better than What's My Lane Part 2, so. Yeah. I put this one at 61. Okay. So, well away from last week's episode. Would you say... Innocence, which was That great. Innocence was twice as good as this episode? Because that's kind of what you're saying, Yeah, right? basically. Well, that's clear. I believe the subtext here is rapidly becoming a text. Well... That's it for phases. Uh, we're a real podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at BeatMePod, Tumblr BeatMePod, everywhere BeatMePod. Uh, we also have a website, BeatMePod.wordpress.com, where you can find our episodes and fun things. We have a Spotify playlist, which will give you the song from every episode, all the songs that have aired. Oh my God. <laughs> all the songs from every episode that have aired thus far that are available on Spotify, as well as a song from every album that's mentioned during our news segment. That's at Beat Me, fun time for podcast fans. There we go. Season two. <laughs> um, also, we got a break coming up. We do. Damn. Two weeks from now, on the 10th of February, we'll be watching Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered, station's favorite episode. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Daniel, say goodbye. See you t- next week for two weeks two from weeks now. Two weeks from now. There we go. Bothered, Bewitched, Bewildered, Close one enough. of the greatest of season two. Stacia, say goodbye. Ow! <laughs> I run. Thank you so much for listening. See you in two weeks. Bye! Oh, no. 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 <laughs> We're all look mad you, at you. Look what you've done, Daniel. I know. You're just so cute. Your little tail is just like... I'm going to talk about how cute and adorable you are over here, so you have no idea what I'm saying. Tiny wag of hope. You're a good puppy. Yeah. Nah, you're fine. Look at your little tiny wag of hope. Yeah. You're fine. You see your little tail just like... Yeah. I didn't, because I'm talking She's to... She's breaking my heart. Nope.